You're listening to WordPress for Small and Medium Enterprises. Your host today is Mario Pesce from Devrix. Hey everyone, Mario Pesce from Devrix here. Today's topic is job titles in the WordPress world, or what sort of job titles can you find in people offering WordPress services? A couple of years ago, I wrote a detailed post uh, stating that WordPress expert is not a real title. And there was a good reason about that. Have you ever found someone who claims to be an internet expert or just a communications expert or something along those lines? It's way too generic. It's not a real thing. It's not something that you can find out there in the open. WordPress is a broad platform that serves a lot of different markets. It helps small and medium businesses as well as enterprises educational institutions, it works for software and service installations, learning management systems, and so on and so on and so on. So with that in mind, there are a lot of different things that someone can do in the WordPress ecosystem and the the WordPress industry in general. They could be a theme designer or developer, they could build plugins or extensions or complex platforms or could just be a site builder and so on and so on. They, They could scale WordPress solutions or could be a WordPress support person in a hosting working in a hosting provider or a long list of other things. They can be a WordPress writer or a tutorial expert, someone uh, profiling in documentation, in guides and tutorials and so on and so on. So you can truly be a WordPress expert. Even if you dedicate your whole life on WordPress, there are just so many things that you can do. For instance, when I started with WordPress, and I've been working with WordPress for about a decade now, uh, I've tackled different sorts of things, and uh, I've built themes and plugins, uh, scaled different solutions, doubled with performance, uh, then I've started a WordPress agency, and now we're providing high-scale services and solutions to different markets, but there are certain things that I'm not. For example, I'm not a designer, I'm not a translation specialist, I'm not an accessibility expert, I'm not a a long list of other things that other people do specializing. For instance, uh, a couple of years ago, I've attended an invite-only event in San Francisco and then in uh, Philadelphia uh, that was um, specifically designed for the most prominent and uh, kind of influential people in the WordPress space. It's called the WordPress Community Summit, and among those 150 people back there, there were people uh, working in uh, hosting agencies, people running uh, development companies, uh, people profiling in performance, in scalability, in uh, lots of other different things, WordPress core contributors, whatever you can think of in a small pre-selected group of people dealing with that. And that sort of uh, event really taught me about the importance of thinking about the the broader picture. And the reason I'm bringing this up is that small and medium enterprises, especially large complex platforms, dealing with a lot of traffic, tons of users, uh, large volumes of content and so on, are dealing with problems that could affect a large suite of users. For example, different topics discussed at the summit, even though I can't really kind of share any specific of them, but I'm just going to give an example, are things like PHP uh, 5.4.2, sorry, 5.2.4, 
is the minimum required version for running WordPress. It's an outdated version, it doesn't really support a lot of the goodies that the PHP programming language provides. And right now we are at PHP 7.2, which is a long time ahead. It's about, I think that the, the minimum version of PHP support right now was designed back in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. But case in point is, there's a lot of innovation that could be introduced by just upping the minimum version, introducing better quality standards, uh, designing a better architecture for the platform and so on. But upon meeting a bunch of people at the round table and discussing that specific update, different considerations were raised by people profiling in different uh, areas. For example, hosting providers said, we can't just update anyone, like just a large suite of customers. They may support millions of websites or even tens of millions of websites on their platforms. And most shared hosting plans, you know, the low cost ones for starting businesses, uh, they often host hundreds or even up to 2000 websites on a single physical server. And with that in mind, you know, while most people may be running on WordPress and updating may be safe, even though it's not guaranteed, that doesn't necessarily mean that someone running a forum system, a gallery, something else custom in PHP will keep retaining their functionality in a stable manner because the code base may include functions that are de deprecated, unstable, insecure, and so on and so on, and basically incompatible with the latest version. There come other people profiling in security and they say, okay, that's great, but there are specific libraries that require that specific version and so on and so on. So even if you see a particular benefit in doing something, the ecosystem is simply too large and too broad and too comprehensive for that. Like there may be other reasons related to legal standards and adhering to a specific uh, minimum uh, kind of legal code of something that prevents people from upgrading. Or uh, there could be a European legislation thingy like GDPR that depends on something in the programming language or environment or the server infrastructure and so on and so on. So that sort of compatibility may not necessarily be required. So in, in a nutshell, if I have to kind of uh, come up with specific naming kind of conventions for different WordPress roles, uh, I would like to stress on several popular job titles that you may find in, uh, while looking for WordPress people, either by outsourcing to an agency or by hiring by recruiting people in-house. The first one is uh, theme developer, which uh, you can find as uh, either WordPress theme developer or front-end developer who specializes in WordPress, something along those lines. Those are people building WordPress themes. Their core skill set is HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and um, core understanding of the theme development APIs in WordPress. What they do, of course, is they build um, you know, uh, WordPress themes that are fast and performant and stable and secure and so on, or at least that's what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, another job title, of course, is WordPress backend developer, and people may get more specific, which is actually a good thing, such as WordPress plugin, development, uh, plugin developer, WordPress platform developer, WordPress application developer, or something along those lines. Uh, those are considered to be PHP experts with uh, good familiarity of my uh, SQL, and generally core understanding of programming in different types of uh, programming platforms, which means that they're not only tied to building solutions for WordPress, but they're quite comfortable building applications in other PHP-driven platforms as well, 
or maybe even different programming languages. Uh, there's uh, also the WordPress DevOps person, which is uh, kind of rare to find, but those are people building things such as uh, continuous integration or automated unit testing, screenshot testing, other things, as well as probably scaling infrastructures and uh, server setup and things like that. You may find WordPress architect who's uh, uh, kind of a high level role. I used to work as a WordPress architect back in the day. Uh, who has core familiarity with the WordPress core ecosystem and they can define the, the layers that a WordPress application is going to support and handle and generally present while building a high-scale WordPress website, of course. Uh, there are other roles as well, but uh, again, what I want to stress on is if you just look for a WordPress developer in general, uh, you may find people who are not really familiar with the industry and they do provide a small subset of tasks for people or they want to represent themselves as expert uh, only to land the job. And it's quite common with uh, freelancers, with junior people, with essentially people who set up basic WordPress websites, they install themes and plugins and you know, tinker with some things uh, here and there, but they don't really possess any uh, technical programming skills. Which leads me to another title. You may find WordPress core contributor. Those are people who have contributed to the WordPress core code base. This is the main platform used by more than 70 million websites out there. And those people have actually submitted code patches that have been accepted. So they're closely familiar with um, the WordPress core platform. They work on complex problems that require kind of solving them within the platform, something that may not necessarily be possible with uh, external tools or by hooking to a specific action or filter with a different plugin and so on. So WordPress core developers are, again, people who are proud to be capable of submitting code to the core WordPress system. Again, that's a huge endeavor. So it's really complicated and you know that's why people feature that uh, and you can trust those people in a sense that it's a small pool of people who have contributed to WordPress they have probably spent a good amount of time working on WordPress solutions they probably solve complex problems that are kind of rare to find and reproduce which is why they kind of have to fix it uh, and they usually have the skills to work on more complex and more high-scale uh, problems of course, there are other roles. Again, there's a WordPress support guy or WordPress documentation expert and so on. So you can tinker those and you can look for people uh, with that kind of expertise if that's what you're looking for. Uh, it could be a WordPress designer, which may be someone who's just designing templates without actually creating the theme. Uh, could be a WordPress um, translation expert, someone who's you know translating themes and plugins or any other kind of type of more specific role. Could be a WordPress extension developer, which usually means building additional plugins complementing existing ones, which is quite common. For instance, if you have WooCommerce, a popular e-commerce solution, building extensions for WooCommerce is often a required skill. Or LearnDash developer or, or BuddyPress developer. I'm talking about more complicated plugins that are quite robust and solve a lot of problems but still there are additional features needed which are better introduced as extensions because not everyone needs them and we don't want to end up with a kind of bloated code base but beware and just be extra careful when you simply see someone kind of applying for a job or representing them themselves 
as a WordPress expert, you know, WordPress guru, WordPress ninja, stuff like that. For the most part, someone with an actual core skill set wouldn't represent themselves like this unless they are building, you know, $200 websites. They, uh, we, we have conducted hundreds of interviews in-house and over 95% of those people simply, again, they do install basic websites and so on and so on. And that's why I wrote that initial blog post in the first place and I've spoken to a lot of people. Uh, I got some uh, rent on my blog, of course, uh, with some people who are building $200 websites. Uh, but a lot of people actually uh, thought this true and they said, well, yeah, you're actually right. We have to kind of find our core expertise and just tailor it to something that makes sense. Uh, with that in mind, you can find someone who's a WordPress consultant. But again, what would you expect them to consult you on? Usually those are people helping out with, you know, basic WordPress setup and configuring your options or teaching you how to add a new, uh, you know, the title of a post or a featured image or something like that, which again is not necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's an okay thing unless you're looking for someone who's supposed to be building a complex platform because in the kind of business and tech ecosystem, when you look for a consultant, you expect someone who's highly skilled in what they do with tons of expertise under their belt, who is capable of solving that uh, type of complex problem. So just again, keep that into account and, and take a look at that. For those people representing themselves as WordPress developers, uh, I have a term that I use for them. I call them WordPress site builders because again, just building the website itself is not necessarily development. You can install WordPress with a bunch of plugins and the theme and update a few options and you're going to end up with a website. But this doesn't mean that you develop for WordPress. This doesn't mean that you build solutions for WordPress and so on and so on, which is what larger businesses need because they, they face complex problems in a need of complex development. And those site builders are, you know, people who are not, are usually not that skilled uh, in a sense. Uh, they're used to finding a well-looking WordPress theme with a bunch of plugins and just making that thing work, which again works for small businesses and entrepreneurs, but not really for more uh, robust and scalable and essentially established websites out there. So this is the, the brief overview of jobs in the WordPress ecosystem. Keep that in mind. Uh, especially keep that in mind if you're posting a job post looking for someone. Carefully list the types of skills and the types of technologies you're looking for in their experience. Make sure you list some form of expertise in programming in particular, if you're looking for a backend developer, plugin developer, in programming with PHP. Uh, list down uh, my SQL experience and just creating relational databases and custom schemas. Try to add as a bonus perk, performance or security or any other background. Ask for additional expertise in other platforms such as uh, frameworks like Laravel or Symfony or Zend or something else. Just in order to make sure that they're capable in producing complex code for other platforms as well, not just WordPress. And take it from there. This is all for today and stay tuned for more. Thank you for listening to WordPress for Small and Medium Enterprises. For more information, go to devwp.eu and find out how to scale WordPress for tens of millions of page views a month and more.